Yes, hello, this is Ken Anderson's podcast, and it's the 16th of November, 2022. The time is 19.30, and it is Wednesday. Now today we are going to keep up where we left off. Uh, we have come to uh, Genesis uh, chapter number 20. Now Abraham moved his camp from there to the land of Negev and began dwelling between Kadesh and Shua. While he was residing at Gerar, Abraham repeated concerning his wife Sarah, She is my sister. So Abimelech, king of Gerar, sent for Sarah and took her. Afterwards God came by night to Abimelech in a dream and said to him, here you are as good as dead because of the woman whom you have taken, since she is married and belongs to another man. However, Abimelech had not gone near her, so he said, Jehovah, will you kill an Asian that is really innocent? Did he not say to me, she is my sister, and did she not say, he is my brother? I did this with an honest heart and an innocent hand. Then the true God said to him in a dream, I know that you did this with an honest heart, so I held you back from sinning against me. That is why I did not allow you to touch her. Now return the man's wife, for he is a prophet, and he will make supplications for you, and you will keep living. But if you are not returning her, know that you will surely die, you and all who are yours." Abimelech got up early in the morning and called all his servants and told them all the, these things, and they became very frightened. Then Abimelech called Abraham and said to him, What have you done to us? What sin have I committed against you that you would bring upon me and my kingdom such a great sin? What you have done to me was not right. And Abimelech went on to say to Abraham, What were your intentions when you did this thing? Abraham said, It was because I said to myself, Surely there is no fear of God in this place, and they will kill me because of my wife. And besides, she really is my sister, the daughter of my father, but not the daughter of my mother, and she became my wife. So when God caused me to wander from the house of my father, I said to her, Let this be how you show loyal love to me. Everywhere we go, say of me, he is my brother. Abimelech then took sheep and cattle and male and female servant and gave them to Abraham, and he returned his wife Sarah to him. Abimelech said also this, Here my land is available to you. Dwell wherever you please. And to Sarah he said, Here I give a thousand pieces of silver to your brother. It is a sign of your innocence to all who are with you and before everybody, and you are cleared of reproach. And Abraham began to make supplications to the true God, and God healed Abimelech and his wife and his slave girls, and they began having children. For Jehovah had made all the women of the house of Abimelech barren because of Sarah, Abraham's wife, Chapter number 21. Jehovah turned his attention to Sarah just as he had said, and Jehovah did for Sarah what he had promised. So Sarah became pregnant and then bore a son to Abraham in his old age at the appointed time God has promised him. 
Abraham named his newborn son, whom Sarah bore to him, Isaac. And Abraham circumcised his son Isaac when he was eight days old, just as God had commanded him. Abraham was one hundred years old when his son Isaac was born to him. Then Sarah said, God has brought me laughter. Everybody hearing of it will laugh with me. And she added, Who would have said to Abraham, Sarah will certainly nurse children? Yet I have given birth to a son for him in his old age. Now the child grew and was weaned, and Abraham prepared a big feast on the day that Isaac was weaned. But Sarah kept noticing that the son of Hagar, the Egyptian, whom she had born to Abraham, was mocking Isaac. So she said to Abraham, Drive out this slave girl and her son, for the son of this slave girl is not going to be an heir along with my son with Isaac. But what she said about his son was very displeasing to Abraham. Then God said to Abraham, Do not be displeased by what Sarah is saying to you about the boy and about your slave girl. Listen to her, for what will be called your offspring will be through Isaac. As for the son of the slave girl, I will also make a nation out of him, because he is your offspring. So Abraham got up early in the morning and took bread and a skin bottle of water and gave it to Hagar. He set these on her shoulder and then sent her away along with the boy. So she departed and wandered about in the wilderness of Beersheba. Finally the water in the skin bottle was used up, and she pushed the boy under one of the bushes. Then she went on and sat down by herself about the distance of a bow shot away, because she said, I do not want to watch the boy die. So she sat down at a distance and began to cry out loud and to weep. At that God heard the voice of the boy, and God's angel called to Hagar from the heavens and said to her, What is the matter with you, Hagar? Do not be afraid, for God has heard the voice of the boy there with you, where he is. Get up, lift the boy, and take hold of him with your hand, for I will make him a great nation. Then God opened her eyes, and she saw a well of water, and she went and filled the skin pot with water and gave the boy a drink. And God was with the boy as he grew up. He lived in the wilderness and became an archer. He took up dwelling in the wilderness of Paran, and his mother took a wife for him from the land of Egypt. At that time, Abimelech, together with Pichol, the chief of his army, said to Abraham, God is with you in everything you are doing. So now swear to me here by God that you will not deal falsely with me and with my offspring and with my descendants, and that you will deal with me and with the land where you have been residing with the same loyal love that I have shown you. So Abraham said, I swear to this. However, Abraham complained to Abimelech about the well of water that the servants of Abimelech had violently seized. Abimelech replied, I do not know who this, who did this. You did not tell me about it, and I heard nothing about it until today. That Abraham took sheep and cattle and gave them to Abimelech, and the two of them made a covenant. When Abraham set seven female lambs apart from the flock by it themselves, Abimelech said to Abraham, Why have you set these seven female lambs here by themselves? Then he said, 
You are to accept the seven female lambs from my hand as a witness that I dug this well. This is why he called that place Beersheba, because there both of them had taken an oath. So they made a covenant at Beersheba, after which Abimelech got up together with Pichol, the chief of his army, and they returned to the land of the Philistines. After that, he planted a tamarisk tree at Beersheba, and there he called on the name of Jehovah, the everlasting God. And Abraham stayed in the land of Philistines for a long time. Chapter number 22 Now after this, the true God put Abraham to the test, and he said to him, Abraham, to which he replied, Here I am. Then he said, Take please your son, your only son, whom you so love, Isaac, and travel to the land of Moriah, and offer him up there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains that I will designate to you. So Abraham got up early in the morning and saddled his donkey and took two of his servants along with him and his son Isaac. He split the wood for the burnt offering, and then he rose and traveled to the place that the true God indicted to him, indicated to him. On the third day Abraham looked up and saw the place from a distance. Abraham now said to his servant, You stay here with the donkeys, but the boy and I will go over there and worship and return to you. So Abraham took the wood for the burnt offering and put it on his son Isaac. Then he took in his hand the fire and a knife, and the two of them walked on together. Then Isaac said to his father Abraham, My father, he replied, Yes, my son. So he continued, Here are the fire and the wood, but where is the sheep for the burnt offering? To this Abraham said, God himself will provide the sheep for the burnt offering, my son. And both of them walked on together. Finally they reached the place that the true God had indicated to him, and Abraham built an altar there and arranged the wood on it. He bound his son Isaac hand and foot and put him on the altar on top of the wood. Then Abraham reached out his hand and took the knife to kill his son. But Jehovah's angels called to him from the heavens and said, Abraham, Abraham, to which he answered, Here I am. Then he said, Do not harm the boy, and do not do anything at all to him, for now I know that you are God-fearing, because you have not withheld your son, your only one, from me. At that Abraham looked up, and there, just beyond him, was a ram caught by its horns in a thicket. So Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up as a burnt offering in place of his son. And Abraham named that place Jehovah Jiri. This is why it is still said today, in the mountains of Jehovah it will be provided. And Jehovah's angel called to Abraham a second time from the heavens, saying, By myself I swear, declares Jehovah, that because you have done this, and you have not withheld your son, your only one, I will surely bless you, and I will surely multiply your offspring, like the stars of the heavens, and like the grains of the sands on the seashore. And your offspring will take possessions of the gate of his enemies. And by means of your offspring, all nations of the earth will obtain a blessing for themselves, because you have listened to my voice. 
After that, Abraham returned to his servant, and they got up and went back together to Beersheba. And Abraham continued to dwell at Beersheba. After this, it was reported to Abraham, Here Milcah has also born sons to Nahor, your brother, Uz his firstborn, Uz his brother, Kimuel, the father of Abram, Aram, Shidit, Hazo, Pildash, Ditlab, and Betuel. Betuel became the father of Rebekah. Milcah bore these eight to Nahor, the brother of Abraham. His concubine, whose name was Reumach, also bore sons, Teba, Geham, Tahash and Mahash. That's number 23. And Sarah lived for 120 years. These were the years of Sarah's life. So Sarah died in Kirat Araba, that is Hebron, in the land of Canaan. And Abraham began to mourn and to weep over Sarah. Then Abraham got up from before, from before his dead wife, and he said to the sons of Heth, I am a foreigner and settler among you. Give me a property to serve as a burial place in your midst, so that I may remove my dead for burial. At this the sons of Heth answered, Abraham, hear us, my lord. You are chieftains of God among us. You may bury your dead in the choicest of our burial places, choicest of our burial places. None of us will hold back his burial place from you to prevent you from burying your dead. So Abraham got up and bowed down to the people of the land, to the sons of Heth, and said to them, If you agree to let me remove my dead for burial, then listen to me, and urge Ephron, the son of Sohar, to sell me the cave of Machpelah, which belongs to him. It is at the edge of his field. Let him sell it to me in your presence for the full amount of silver, so that I might have a property for a burial place. Now Ephron was sitting among the sons of Heth, so Ephron, the Hittite, answered Abraham in the hearing on, of the sons of Heth, and before all who entered the gate of his city, saying, No, my lord, listen to me. I give you both the field and the cave that is in it. In the presence of the sons of my people, I give it to you. Bury your dead. At that Abraham bowed down before the people of the land, and spoke to Ephron in the hearing of the people, saying, Listen to me, if you will. I will give you the full amount of silver for the field. Take it from me, in order that I may bury my dead there. Then Ephron answered Abraham, My lord, listen to me. This land is worth four hundred silver shekels, but what is that between me and you? So bury your dead. Abraham listened to Ephron, and Abraham weighed out to Ephron the amount of silver that he had mentioned in the hearing of the sons of Heth, Four hundred silver shekels according to the weight accepted by the merchants. Thus the field of Ephron in Machpelah, which was in front of Mamre, the field and the cave in it, and all the trees within the boundaries of the field, became confirmed as Abraham's purchase property in the presence of the sons of Heth, before all those entering the gate of his city. After that, Abraham buried his wife Sarah in the cave of the field of Machpelah in front of Mamre, that is Hebron, in the land of Canaan. Thus the field and the cave that was in it were transferred by the sons of Heth to Abraham as property for a burial place. Chapter number 24 Abraham was now old, 
advanced in years, and Jehovah had blessed Abraham in everything. Abraham said to his servant, the oldest one of his household, who was managing all he had, Please put your hand under my thigh, and I will make you swear by Jehovah the God of the heavens and the God of the earth that you will not take a wife for my son from the daughters of the Canaanites among whom I am dwelling. You must go instead to my country and to my relatives and take a wife for my son for Isaac. However, the servant said to him, What if the woman is not willing to come with me to this land? Must I then return your son to the land? from which you came. And this Abraham said to him, See that you do not take my son there. Jehovah the God of the heavens, who took me from my father's house and from the land of my relatives, and who spoke with me and swore to me, To your offspring I am going to give this land. He will send his angel ahead of you, and you will certainly take a wife for my son from there. But if the woman is unwilling to come with you, you will be free from this oath. oath. But you must not take my son there. With that the servant put his hand on the thigh of Abraham his master and swore to him concerning this matter. So the servant took ten of his master's camels and departed, taking along all sorts of good things from his master. Then he went on his way to Mesopotamia, to the city of Nahor, he had the camels kneel down at a well of water outside the city. It was about evening the time when the women would go out to draw water. Then he said, Jehovah the God of my master Abraham, please grant me success this day and show your loyal love to my master Abraham. Here am I standing at a spring of water, and the daughters of the man of the city are coming out to draw water. May it happen that the young woman to whom I say, please let down your water jar so that I may take a drink, and who replies, Take a drink, and I will also water your camels. Let this be the one you choose for your servant Isaac, and by this let me know that you have shown your loyal love to my master. Even before he finished speaking, Rebekah, who was the daughter of Betuel, the son of Milcah, the wife of Nahor, Abraham's brother, came out with her water jog on her shoulder. Now the young woman was very beautiful, a virgin. No man had had sexual relations with her. She went down to the spring, filled her water jar, and then came back up. At once the servant ran to meet her and said, Please give me a little sip of water from your jar. In turn she said, Drink, my lord. With that she quickly lowered her jar upon her hand and gave him a drink. When she finished giving him a drink, she said, I will also draw water for your camels until they are done drinking. So she quickly emptied her jar into the drinking trout and ran again and again to the well to draw water, and she kept drawing water for all his camels. The whole time the man silently stared at her in amazement, wondering whether Jehovah had made his trip successful or not. When the camels had finishing, finished drinking, the man took out for her a gold nose ring weighing a half a shekel and two bracelets of gold weighing ten shekels. And he said, Please tell me whose daughter are you? Is there uh, any room at your father's house for us to spend the night? And as she said to him, I am the daughter of Betuel, the son of Milcah, 
whom she bore to Nahor. And she added, We have both straw and much fodder, and also a place to spend the night. Then the man bowed down and prostrated himself before Jehovah, and said, May Jehovah be praised, the God of my master Abraham, for he has not abandoned his loyal love and his faithfulness towards my master. Jehovah has guided me to the house of the brother of my master. And the young woman ran to tell her mother's household about these things. Now Rebekah had a brother whose name was Laban. So Laban ran to the man who was outside at spring. When he saw the nose ring and the bracelets on the hands of his sister and heard the word of his sister, Rebekah, who was saying, This is the way the man spoke to me. He came to meet the man who was still there standing by the camels at the spring. At once he said, Come, you who are blessed by Jehovah, why do you keep standing out here? I have made the house ready and a place for the camels. With that the man came into the house, and he unharnessed the camels and gave straw and fodder to the camels and water to wash his feet and the feet of the two men who were with him. However, when something to eat was set before him, he said, I will not eat until I have told you what I have to say. So Laban said, Speak. Then he said, I am Abraham's servant, and Jehovah has blessed my master very much, and he has made him very wealthy by giving him sheep and cattle, silver and gold, male and female servants, and camels and donkeys. Further, Sarah, the wife of my master, bore a son to my master after she grew old, and he will give him everything he has. So my master made me swear, saying, You must not take a wife for my son from the daughters of the Canaanites, in whose land is dwelling I am dwelling. No, but you will go to the house of my father and to my family, and you must take a wife for my son. But I said to my master, What if the woman is unwilling to come with me? He said to me, Jehovah, before whom I have walked, will send his angel with you and will certainly give success to your journey. And you must take a wife for my son from my family and from the house of my father. You will be released from your oath to me if you go to my family and they will not give her to you. This will release you from your oath. When I got to the spring today, I said, Jehovah, the God of my master Abraham, If you will make my journey successful, here I am standing at a spring. What must take place is that when a young woman comes out to draw water, I will say, Please let me drink a little water from your jar. And she will say to me, You take a drink, and I will also draw water for your camels. Let that woman be the one whom Jehovah has chosen for the son of my master. Son of my master. Before I was finished speaking in my heart, there was Rebecca coming out with her jar on her shoulder, and she made her way down to the spring and began to draw water. Then I said to her, Give me a drink, please. So she quickly lowered her jar from her shoulder and said, Take a drink, and I will also water your camels. Then I took a drink, and she also watered the camels. After that I asked her, Whose daughter are you? To which she replied, the daughter of Betuel, the son of Nahor, from whom Milcah bore to him, who, whom Milcah bore to him. So I put the ring on her nose and the bracelets on her hands. And I bowed down and prostrated myself before Jehovah and praised Jehovah, the God of my master Abraham, 
who had led me on the right path to take the daughters of the brother of my master for his son. And now tell me if your wish to show loyal love and faithfulness towards my master, but if not, tell me, so that I may proceed one way or another. Then Laban and Betuel answered, This is from Jehovah. We are not able to say yes or no to you. Here is Rebekah before you. Take her and go, and let her become a wife to the son of your master, just as Jehovah has spoken. When Abraham's servant heard their words, he at once bowed down on the ground before Jehovah. And the servant began to bring out articles of silver and of gold and garments, and to give them to Rebekah. And he gave valuable things to her brother and to her mother. After that he and the men with him ate and drank, and they spent the night there. When he got up in the morning, he said, Send me off to my master. To this her brother and her mother said, Let the young woman stay with us at least ten days, then she can go. But he said to them, Do not detain me, seeing that Jehovah has made my journey successful. Send me off in order that I may go to my master. So they said, Let us call the young woman and inquire of her. They called Rebekah and said to her, Will you go with this man? She replied, I am willing to go. So they sent off their sister Rebekah and her nurse and Abraham's servant and his men. And they blessed Rebekah and said to her, Our sister, may you become thousands times ten thousand, and let your offspring take possession of the gate of those who hate them. Then Rebekah and her female attendants rose, got on the camels, and followed the man. So the servant took Rebekah and went on his way. Now Isaac had come from the direction of Beer-Lahoi, for he was dwelling in the land of the Negev. And Isaac was out walking in the field about nightfall to meditate. When he looked up, why, he saw that camels were coming. When Rebekah looked up, she caught sight of Isaac, and she quickly got down from the camel. Then she asked the servant, Who is that man there walking in the field to meet us? And the servant said, It is my master. So she took her veil to cover herself. And the servant told Isaac all the things he had done. After that, Isaac brought her into the tent of Sarah, his mother. Thus he took Rebekah as his wife, and he fell in love with her, and Isaac found comfort after the loss of his mother. Chapter number 25 Now Abraham again took a wife, and her name was Keturah. In time she bore him Sim. Simran, Yokshan, Medan, Midian, Eisbach, and Shugar. Yokshan became father to Sheba and Dedan. The son of Dedan were Ashurim, Lechushim, and Liummim. The son of Midian were Epha, Epo, Hanoch, Abida, and Altaha. All of these were the sons of Kiruah. Later on, Abraham gave everything he had to Isaac. But Abraham gave gifts to his son by his concubines. Then while he was still alive, he sent them eastwards, away from Isaac his son, to the land of the east. The years of Abraham's life were 175 years. Then Abraham breathed his last, 
breath and died at a good old age, old and satisfied, and was gathered to his people. His son Isaac and Ishmael buried him in the cave of Machpelah in the field of Ephron, the son of Sohar, the Hittite that is in front of Mamre, the field that Abraham had purchased from the son of Heth. There Abraham was buried with his wife Sarah. After Abraham's death, God continued to bless his son Isaac, and Isaac was dwelling near Beir Lahoi. This is the history of Ishmael, the son of Abraham, whom Hagar, the Egyptians, the servant of Sarah, bore to Abraham. Now these are the names of the sons of Ishmael, by their names according to their family origin. Ishmael's firstborn, Nebaudelot, then Kedar, Abidil, Mipsam, Mishma, Duma, Masa, Hada, Tema, Yetur, Nafish and Kirimach, these are the sons of Ishmael, and these are their names by their settlements and by their encampments. Twelve chieftains according to their clan, and Ishmael lived for 137 years. Then he breathed his last and died, and was gathered to his people. And they took up dwelling from Havilah near Shua, which is close to Egypt, as far as Assyria, he settled near all his brothers. And this is the history of Isaac, the son of Abraham. Abraham became father to Isaac. Isaac was 40 years old when he married Rebekah, the daughter of Bethuel, the Armenians of Padaram, the sister of Laban, the Armenian. And Isaac kept pleading with Jehovah regarding his wife, because she was barren. So Jehovah responded to his plea, and his wife Rebekah became pregnant. And the sons with, within, within her began to struggle with each other, so that she said, If this is the way it is, why should I go on living? So she inquired of Jehovah, and Jehovah said to her, Two nations are in your womb, and two people will be separated from within you, and the one nation will be stronger than the other nation, and the older will serve the younger. When the time came for her to give birth, look, twins were in her womb. Then the first came out red all over and was like a garment of hair, so they named him Esau. After that his brother came out and his hand was holding onto the heel of Esau, so he named him Jacob. Isaac was sixty years old when she gave birth to them. As the boys got bigger, Esau became a skilled hunter, a man of the field, but Jacob was a blameless man, dwelling in tents. And Isaac loved Esau because it meant game in his mouth, whereas Rebekah loved Jacob. On one occasion Jacob was boiling some stew when Esau returned from the field exhausted. So Esau said to Jacob, Quick, please give me some of the red stew that you have there, for I am exhausted. That is why his name was Edom. To this Jacob said, First, sell me your right as firstborn. And Esau continued, Here I am about to die. What use is a birthright to me? And Jacob added, Swear to me first. So he swore to him and sold his right as firstborn to Jacob. Then Jacob gave Esau bread and lentil stew, and he ate and drank, and he got up and went away. 
Dos Esau despised the birthright. Chapter number 26. Now there was a famine in the land. In addition to the first famine that occurred in the days of Abraham, so that Isaac went to Abimelech, king of the Philistines, in Gerar. Then Jehovah appeared to him and said, Do not go down to Egypt. Dwell in the land that I designate to you. Reside as a foreigner in this land. And I will continue with you and bless you, because you and to your offspring I will give all these lands. And I will carry out the oath that I swore to your father Abraham. I will multiply your offspring like the stars of the heavens, and I will give you uh, and I will give to your offspring all these lands, and by means of your offspring all nations of the earth will obtain a blessing for themselves, on account of the fact that Abraham listened to my voice. And continued to keep my requirements, my commandments, my statutes, and my laws. So Isaac continued to dwell in Gerar. When the men of the place kept asking about his wife, he would say, She is my sister. He was afraid to say, She is my wife, for he said, The men of the place might kill me because of Rebecca, for she was beautiful in appearance. After some time has passed, Abimelech, king of the Philistines, was looking out of the window, and he saw Isaac displaying affection for Rebekah, his wife. At once Abimelech called Isaac and said, She is actually your wife. Why did you say she is my sister? That is, Isaac said to him, I said it for fear. I should die because of her. But Abimelech continued, What have you done to us? One of the people could easily have lain down with your wife, and you would have brought guilt upon us. Then Abimelech commanded all the people, saying, Anybody touching this man and his wife will surely be put to death. And Isaac began to sow seeds in that land, and in that year he reaped one hundred times what he sowed, for Jehovah was blessing him. The man became wealthy, and he continued to prosper until he became very wealthy. He acquired flocks of sheep and herds of cattle and a large body of servants, and the Philistines began to envy him. So the Philistines took soil and stopped up all the wells that his father's servant had dug in the days of Abraham. Abimelech then said to Isaac, Move from our neighborhood, for you have grown far stronger than we are. So Isaac moved from there and encamped in the valley of Gerar and began dwelling there. And Isaac again dug the well that had been dug in the days of his father Abraham, but that the Philistines had stopped up after Abraham's death, and he called them by the names that his father had given them. When the servants of Isaac were digging in the valley, they found a well of fresh water, and the shepherds of Gerar began quarreling with the shepherds of Isaac, saying, The water is ours. So he named the well Isaac, because they had called with him. And they started digging another well, and they began quarreling over it also. So he named it Sitnach. Later he moved away from there and dug another well, but they did not quarrel over it. So he named it Rehoboth, and said, It is because now Jehovah has given us amply room, and has made us fruitful in the land. Then he went up from there to Beersheba. That night Jehovah appeared to him and said, I am the God of your father Abraham. 
Do not be afraid, for I am with you, and I will bless you and multiply your offspring on account of Abraham my servant. So he built an altar there and called on the name of Jehovah, and Isaac pitched his tent there, and his servant dug a well there. Later Abimelech came to him from Gerar with Ahushat, his personal advisor, and Philcol, the chief of his army. At this Isaac said to them, Why have you come to me, seeing that you hated me and sent me away from your neighborhood? To this they said, We have clearly seen that Jehovah has been with you. So we said, Let there please be an oath of obligation between us and you, and let us make a covenant with you, that you will do nothing bad to us, just as we have not harmed you, seeing that we have done only good to you, in that we sent you away in peace. You now are the blessed of Jehovah. Then he made a feast for them, and they ate and drank. In the morning they got up early and swore an oath to each other. After that Isaac sent them away, and they went from him in peace. On that day the servant of Isaac came and reported to him about the well that they had dug, and they told him, We have found water, so he named it Shebah. That is why the name of the city is Beersheba to this day. When Esau was forty years old, he took a wife, Judith, the daughter of Biri, the Hittite, and also Bashimath, the daughter of Elon, the Hittite. They were a source of great grief to Isaac and Rebekah. Chapter number 27 Now when Isaac was old and his eyes were too weak to see, he called Esau his older son to him and said, My son, he replied, Here I am. And he went on to say, I have now grown old. I do not know the day of my death. So at this time take please your weapons, your quiver and your bow, and go out to the field and hunt some wild game for me. Then make the kind of tasty dish that I am fond of and bring it to me. Then I will eat it so that I may bless you before I die. However, Rebekah was listening while Isaac spoke to Esau, his son, and Esau went out into the field to hunt game and to bring it in. And Rebekah said to Jacob, her son, I just heard your father speaking to your brother Esau, saying, Bring me some game and make me a tasty dish. Then let me eat so that I may bless you before Jehovah, before my death. And now, my son, listen carefully, and do what I am instructing you to do. Go, please, to the herd, and get me two of the best young goats from there, so that I may prepare from them a tasty dish for your father, just the way he liked it. He likes it. Then take it to your father to eat, in order that he may bless you before his death. Jacob said to his mother, Rebekah, But Esau, my brother, is a hairy man, and my skin is smooth. What if my father feels me? Then I will certainly appear to be mocking him, and I will bring upon myself a curse rather than a blessing. And as his mother said to him, Open me, upon me be the curse meant for you, my son. Just do as I say, and go, get them for me. So he went and got them and brought them to his mother, and his mother made a tasty dish just the way his father liked it. After that, Rebekah took her older son Esau's finest garment, which she, she had in the house, and put them on her younger son Jacob. 
She also put the skin of the young goat on his hands and on the hairless part of his neck. Then she handed the tasty dish and the bread that she had made to her son Jacob. So he went in to his father and said, My father, to which he said, Here I am. Who are you, my son? Jacob said to his father, I am Esau, your firstborn. I have done just as you told me. Sit up, please, and eat some of my game, so that you may bless me. At that Isaac said to his son, How were you so quick in finding it, my son? He replied, Because Jehovah your God brought it to me. And Isaac said to Jacob, Come near, please, that I may feel you, my son, to know whether you are really my son Esau or not. So Jacob came near to his father Isaac, and he felt him after which he said, The voice is the voice of Jacob, but the hands are the hands of Esau. He did not recognize him because his hands were hairy like the hands of his brother Esau. So he blessed him. After that he asked, Are you really my son Esau? To which he replied, I am. Then he said, Bring me some of the wild game for me to eat, my son, then I will bless you. With that he brought it to him and he ate. And he brought him wine and he drank. And Esau, his father, said to him, Come near, please, and kiss me, my son. So he came near and kissed him, and he could smell the scent of his garment. Then he blessed him and said, See, the scent of my son is like the scent of the field that Jehovah has blessed. May the true God give you the dews of the heavens, and the fertile soils of the earth, and an abundance of gain and new wine. Let people serve you, and let nations bow low to you. Be matter, be master over your brothers, and let the sons of your mother bow low to you. Cursed be everyone who curses you, and blessed be everyone who blesses you. Now Isaac had just finished blessing Jacob, and Jacob had barely left the presence of his father Isaac when his brother Esau came back from his hunting. He too prepared a tasty dish and brought it to his father, and he said to his father, Let my father get up and eat some of his son's game in order that you may bless me. At this his father Isaac said to him, Who are you? To which he said, I am your son, your firstborn Esau. And Isaac began to tremble violently. So he said, Who was it then who hunted for game and brought it to me? I already ate it before you arrived, and I blessed him, and he will surely be blessed. On hearing his father's word, Esau began to cry out in an extremely loud and bitter manner and to say to his father, Bless me, yes, me too, my father. But he said, Your brother came deceitfully so that he might get the blessing meant for you. That is, he said, it, it, Is he not rightly named Jacob that he might supplement me these two times? My birthright he has already taken and now he has taken my blessing. Then he added, Have you not reserved the blessing for me? But Isaac answered Esau, Here I have appointed him master over you, and I have given him all his brothers as servants, and I have bestowed gain and new wine for his support. What is left that I can do for you, my son? Esau said to his father, Is there just one blessing that you have, my father? Bless me, yes, me too, my father. With that, Esau cried loudly and burst into tears. 
So his father Esau answered him, See away from the fertile soil of the earth your dwelling will be, and away from the dew of the heavens above, and your sword you will li- and by your sword you will live, and you will serve your brother, but when you grow restless you will indeed break his yoke off your neck. However, Esau harbored animosity against Jacob because of the blessing his father had given him. And Esau kept saying in his heart, The days of mourning for my father are getting closer. After that I am going to kill Jacob, my brother. When the words of her older son Esau were told to Rebekah, she at once sent for her younger son Jacob and said to him, Look, your brother Esau is planning to take revenge by killing you. Now, my son, do as I say. Get up and run away to my brother Laban at Haran. Dwell with him for a while until your brother's rage calms down, until your brother's anger towards you subsided, and he forgets what you have done to him. Then I will send for you from there. Then I will send for you from there. Why should I lose both of you in one day? After that, Rebekah kept saying to Isaac, I am disgusted with my life because of the daughters of Heth, If Jacob ever takes a wife from the daughters of Heth, like these daughters of the land, what good is my life? So, this is the end of the second reading of Genesis. And of course, we are going to have a third and a fourth and a fifth until the end, of course. So this is Kenneth Anderson signing off. It's the 16th of November, 2022. The time is 2024. And it is Wednesday. Bye.